Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitch, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. It's my mal pal. It's your mal pal. She's everyone's mouth pal. It's Mallory Hartley. Hi, Mallory. What's up? It's been a minute since it's you've been, been back. It's been a minute. Yeah, I'm no. glad to be back, though. We miss Feels you. Good. Yeah, I know. We miss you. I think I... the TFT universe, the TFT cinematic universe misses you. It's good It's good to dabble a little bit in the TFT universe dabble. every once in a while. I like how you like, par- <laughs> like parachute in and be like, oh, yes, I will I will bless you with my, with with my, my presence. presence. Here we go. <laughs> Every once yes, in a while. I am. It's me, Mallory Hartley. <laughs> Things are going great. Things are going great. Today is Friday, November 12th, 2021. 13 days till Thanksgiving. Are you ready for Thanksgiving? I am. I've got some cool plans for Thanksgiving, actually. Oh, any way you share or you want to keep Yeah, those? I am going to Colorado Ooh. with my family. Yes, they're actually already going to be there for most of the week, so I have to fly up and meet them. Neato. So, yeah, it'll be kind of fun. I'm excited. Um, happy birthday to Ryan Gosling <gasps> and Russell Westbrook and Mallory Hartley. Happy birthday, Mallory. It's not my birthday. Uh, episode 1,281. On today's show, my friends, we're going to unveil the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week, and then it's Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. Uh, perhaps you have some questions and some things you'd like to talk about in the high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel sectors. Get those Anything comments you in. want. Get those comments in. What do you have up? Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, all of them? I, I, I think I've got all of them up. So if you got a question, yeah. high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel. We'll go until about 1235 when Mallory has to go uh, to her big girl job. Do uh, um, sponsorship things. Yeah, she has to go do her big girl job. So we will have her until then. But then, uh, so get your questions in. We will also have a little bit of uh, last cleanup from last night because perhaps you heard some Lots things, of upsets. Some things happened. <laughs> some things we'll happened. Get into that. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Aaron Flynn, Tanner Solis, Gabriel Corialis. Nailed it. Excuse me. Say and it confidently. Corialis. Nailed it. And Jacob John. Welcome in, fellas. And uh, Trisha Pickle. She was not in top four, but okay, Miss Pickle, well, hi. 
what are we just giving out participation trophies? <laughs> yeah, just like you did with uh, Coach Dodge the other day. I'm not, that was not my choice. It's a good choice. If the know. late the 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 ladies who are producing <laughs> this program are running amok. And there's nothing I can do about it. Oh, we sure are. That's true. I just follow after pickle. That's that's what's that's most the problem. <laughs> that's that's the what problem. that's what makes me most scared. <laughs> Mallory, Dave Campbell's Texas football in conjunction with the Texas Bowl is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates ten deserving uh, nominates ten players for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it up to you to vote at TexasFootball.com. Voting closes every Friday at noon. Yes. Uh, like now, with the winner being announced <laughs> shortly thereafter. The winner didn't change. Okay, uh, good. So don't worry. I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> I did just close the poll. Uh, it is officially now shortly thereafter. Your week 11 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is... Bang! Roscoe right wide time. receiver and kicker Antonio Aguayo. He had 10 catches for 258 yards and four touchdowns nice. receiving. Plus, he kicked the 36-yard field goal and had was 5 for 5 on PATs for those mighty Plowboys. Congratulations to all the nominees. Jefferson quarterback uh, Chris Bowman, El Paso Eastwood quarterback Andrew Martinez, Flower Mount quarterback Nick Evers, Buta Johnson quarterback Jesse Medina, Maynard running back Quentin Joyner, Seminole quarterback Blake Flowers, Amarillo River Road running back Elliot Brown, Mercedes wide receiver Tyrell Trevino and Kilgore running back and safety Davin Ryder but a very special congratulations to the week 11 Mr. Texas football player of the week Roscoe wide receiver and kicker Antonio Aguayo I mean how often do you see a dude at wide receiver also play kicker that's pretty cool the 2A level you know it does happen but here's the thing you don't see guys you don't don't often see guys who are that good at both of them right right that's pretty cool there are guys 2A kicking when you come to state you're coming to state right of course yeah so, and maybe you remember last year. In 2A, when you get down there, if you've got like a like a solid, reliable kicker, that's a weapon. He's a, yeah. It's a weapon. Right. Same thing goes in six-man. If you've got a kicker who is just like, every time you can kick the extra point and it's good, like if you just go, if you're 90-something percent on, on extra points, uh-huh. that's a true weapon in six-man football. Anyway, yeah. congratulations to Antonio Aguayo, our Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week for Week 11. Also, Malpal, Derry Max. And Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas Football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches for the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week. It'll let fans decide on the winner uh, via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. The voting is closed. Your Week 11 Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week. Grapevine offensive coordinator Scott Loy. In a matchup of District 4, 5A Division 2 title, the Mustangs offense rang up 524 yards of total offense, and Caleb Tejada ran for four scores in an 86-6 romp over Fort Worth White. Congratulations to all the nominees. Humble Summer Creek defense coordinator James Harper, Gilmer offensive coordinator Brody Lipsy, and Coleman defense coordinator Weldon Thompson. But a very special congratulations to the Week 11 Dairy Max, built by Chuckle Milk Assistant Coach of the Week. Grapevine Office Coordinator Scott Loy. Congratulations to Coach. I think they got a win last night. I actually have the scores pulled up right now, so let me uh, just... Uh, I'm fairly certain they won last night. That's... That's, uh, that's probably a bad face. I don't want to make great. that face. <laughs> yeah, I can't find it. This. Thank you for delivering on what you promised. I'm... I'm almost... 
Yep. I uh, I don't think I'm on the right page. Yeah, I don't see that on there. 5A. Yep, yep, yep. I'm on there. 5A Division 2. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Yes, I do have the score, actually. They, they won big. 44-7 to 7 over Wichita Falls. So he's feeling pretty good today. Got a win last night. And he's a Terry Mitchell assistant, go- assistant coach of the week. Look at that. Oh, what, a, what a week. What a week what for a Scott week. Loy. What a week for Scott Loy. <laughs> uh, all right. It is time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. It sure is. Oh, and no. Do you need me to do it again? The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some great <laughs> deals on award-winning Hondas. Stop by your helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more or even buy a Honda if you want. Thanks, Honda. Love Thanks, you. Honda. Love you, Honda. <laughs> Love you, Honda. Honda's great. Um, all right. So get your questions in. High school football, college yep. football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel. Um whether or not Mallory has the scores up on her computer. Things like I do that. now. Sorry. Okay. okay. A note on last night. About last night. Quite a bit of stuff happened. So here's the thing about the first Thursday night of the Texas high school football playoffs. And why there are a lot of games played on Thursday nights. Because a lot of teams, a fair number of teams, schedule it because okay, they know they're probably going to overmatch them, right? And they want to get a jump on them. Maybe they can get to a nice stadium, stuff like that. And everybody can kind of get a jump on it, right? Mm -hmm. The first week of the first day, the first night of the Texas high school football playoffs, typically, typically kind of sleepy, kind of, you know, cruising along. Scores come in. Oh, hey, the playoffs here. We're excited. We're right. excited. But then you get nothing there, unexpected. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe there's one surprise, right? Oh, yeah. hey, look at that. Or they, or, or near misses, right? Like a team hung with a team for a while before they pulled out. Like right. for example, last night, Texas High and Fullshear were tied at 14 in the yeah. third quarter before Texas High pulled away. That would normally be like the headline, like oh, hey, Texas High, kind of, you know, uh, they they had to right. come back and beat Fullshear and stuff like that. Not last night. Not right. And I asked Craig Way this on his radio show, and he agreed. Neither of us could remember a Thursday night, an opening Thursday night of the Texas high school football playoffs like we saw last night. Mm-hmm. Last night was, and I know what I'm saying when I say this. Let me look directly in the camera. Let me buzz the lens. I wish I could zoom in. Last night was Crazy Town Banana Pants. That's a new one. You know... It's not a new one, but it's it's funny. You you know what I mean when I say that. It was nuts. First of all, you had statistically, statistically. Actually, I'll tell you when I knew things were going off the rails. I want I'll, I won't, I'll go in kind of chronological order. I knew things were going off the rails when I flipped on Texan Live. And they had a few different games on. I kind of flipped through and I'm like, oh, hey, here's Tomball and Cy Park. You know, I picked Cy Park to win Region 2. Mm-hmm. Let's get an eye on them. You know, Tomball, great win last week. You know, probably probably not going to win this one. Turn on, and it's 14-7, <laughs> Tomball. And Cy Park is kicking off because they've just scored to make it 14-7. It was 14 nothing. So you start to raise an eyebrow. And I bit. go, oh, well, maybe we got something here. And sure enough... Tomball beats Cy Park resoundingly. And and here's because I watched a fair bit of that game on Texan mm-hmm. Live. That's not a fluke. Tomball was the better team last night. That is not fluky. That is not bounces went one way or the other. No. They went out there and they beat them. 
and they kind of beat the brakes off him. Like, Tom Ball looked great. Kale Kellums, their quarterback, is a dude. He's a playmaker. The defense made key stops at the key moments when they needed to. They came up with the big play. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were off to the races. Because then you get into like the six-man ranks. And the six-man ranks, there are a lot of Thursday night games. They need to, I don't want to get too far in the weeds, but they want to start early because they know they have to play on a Wednesday at some point. Right. Even though they get a whole week off. They'd like to play as early as possible. All of that is to say, last night we had a couple of big stunners. I lost another regional pick, Spring Lake Earth, in 1A Division One Region 1. They lose, they lose to Happy. Yeah. The Mighty Cowboys of Happy. By the way, Bobby Brown at Texas1AFan.com called that because they've got they've got Texas1AFan.com picked happy to win the region. So they wow. knew something. They they know something. They knew something. That's a big upset, though. Yeah. Big upset. Another big upset. Uh, it was a, a, a sizable upset. Van over Garden City, a game that featured 16 lead changes. Gee, 16? Yeah. 70 to 69. Van Horn beat grow up. Van Horn (laughs) beats Garden City. I don't mean that. Never grow up. Keep doing that. Um, There was that Uh, from our friend Lehman Saunders. Oglesby beats Calvert. That's not necessarily an upset, but Oglesby beats Calvert for the first time ever. They were 0-14 against Calvert coming in. All time. Nice. You had that in six, man. And, and then you had other ones. Um, uh, Saginaw Boswell beat Hazlitt Eaton. That one I did see. Yeah, I did see a lot of that. That was a that's a that is one of those things that's that's pretty surprising. Eaton was a team. Eaton was, I don't know if they were a state championship contender, but they were a, a kind of a sexy pick to make a deep run. And Boswell, fantastic job by John Abenshan, uh, our, our Canadian mm-hmm. friend, uh, who goes out there and gets the big win for the for the Pioneers. You had Rawl. You had only kicking the teeth in on Rawls. That was really impressive. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you had your normal you had your normal blowouts, right? Kill or rather, um, Shiner and Refurio took teams to Murder Town, right? Things like that. We're all dancing around the big the big upset from last night. Yeah. The final score was what was the final? Do you have it? Oh, I have it. Yes, I can pull it up. I'm failing, I think it was thirty nine thirty five. Stanton, third. Yeah. What was it? No, I just remember. Oh. Yeah, keep yeah, keep going. Okay. I would, I'll find it. Stanton beats Childress. Okay. In three A Division two Region one, that was thirty nine thirty four. Thirty nine thirty four. Thirty nine thirty four. Uh, Stanton thirty nine. Childress thirty four. And that is the number three team in the state, undefeated, gone, losing to a fourth place team out of out of Stanton. Cody Hogan will join us on Valley Sports Southwest tonight live. My initial reaction last night when that went final was, I think that's the biggest upset of the season in Texas high school football. I think Stanton over Childers is the biggest upset of the season in Texas high school football. But I also, like one thing I'm I'm working on personally, just in my own personal life, is I'm trying not to be a prisoner of the moment, right? I don't mm-hmm. want, like uh, like... If I eat a sandwich, I don't want to be like, this is the greatest sandwich I've ever had. I need to be thoughtful about it. You know what I mean? And be like, all right, let's think about all the sandwiches you've had. That's a good point. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. Yeah. So I looked it up. Hey, Mallory. It was the biggest upset of the Texas high school season, statistically. That is Our computer, our computer, the Dave Campbell Sex Football computer, powered by our friend Jerry Forrest, pigskinprep.com, had Stanton as a... 47 point underdog 
47-point underdog to Childress. And the Buffaloes do it. The Buffaloes do it. That's and a, by the way, another thing, huge. another thing, not fluky. They took a they took a nineteen nothing lead in this game. They storm they stormed the castle on Childers. They they started hot. Yeah. They they went in there with a they went in there with a steel chair and were like, let's go, let's go. And and they come out with a, a remarkable, truly remarkable victory. I don't I don't I am I am having trouble coming up with the last time I remember a stunner like this. Richardson Pierce over Cedar Hill springs to mind. But this is a mammoth uh, upset. And so suddenly you take a look at 2A Division 2 Region or 3A Division 2 Region 1. Let's find out how things shake out, right? Canadian and Idaloo tonight, Abernathy and Freena, Lubbock, Roosevelt, Spearman, right? I wonder if District 4 is just better than District 3. I wonder if that's just the case. Or, or, you know, we'll find out tonight. If they sweep it through, then we'll know. But a truly stunning opening to the 2021 Texas High School Bowl yep. playoffs. And guess what? That was that was the chips and salsa. We got more. <laughs> we got the enchilada tonight. We got the chimichunga. 222 yes. UIL winner go home games tonight. 222 tonight. That's That'll awesome. Be awesome. Let's Very talk excited. about it. Do we have any questions from our friends? Yeah, we'll go ahead and start off with one kind of uh, relevant. Um, with the loss from Childress, do you see an Abernathy-Roosevelt rematch? I think you could. I, I, again, like I, I need to see what happens tonight. Because if District 4 sweeps through District 3, then I, I, think, there's a fair, I think there's a chance that we see not just one um, rematch, but two. I think you could see Friona and... Um, third place i think you could see friona and abernathy and i think you could see uh lubbock roosevelt and stanton in the regional final or regional semifinals mm-hmm. like you really could um i think you do now i think that right now that would be my pick my pick right now would be lubbock roosevelt meets abernathy in a regional final um and remember that game was that game was high scoring and wild but it was close i i i, I I have trouble. One of the things I have trouble with in analyzing games is when to apply the rule of it's tough to beat a good team twice. Right? Yeah, I do that too. Right? For like, sure. Okay. Let's use your team as an example. Let's use the mighty Michigan State Spartans. Oh, great. Okay? Okay. I think we both agree that Michigan, as much as we hate to say this, is a good team. Okay. That game was close when they played the first time, right? Mm-hmm. That game was close. I would say I would apply that rule to a potential rematch, whatever rematch would happen. I would say I would say, boy, you know what, Michigan State, it's hard to beat a good team twice. Right. If you blow out the team the first time, if Michigan State had gone and beaten Michigan seventy to nothing, Mm -hmm. and they were to meet again, I'd be like, yeah, it's hard to beat a good team twice, but that team looks like they're just a lot better. Yeah. So in an Abernathy Lubbock Roosevelt hypothetical matchup, they got to get past tonight. Mm -hmm. In a hypothetical matchup. That I think I don't know what I would what I would do with that, but we would I would be very interested to see. I'd love to see it. What's next? How about thoughts on Lindale and Lumberton tonight? Okay, yeah, uh, Lindale is a team that is better than their six and four record indicates. Lindale is a team that I think is peaking at the right time, even with their loss last week to Kilgore. Um, I think they're playing very well. Lumberton is a team that I think has flown under people's radars a little bit this year, and I'm not really sure why. I think they're a really fun team. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's because they play kind of in 
<laughs> I think it's literally geography. I think it's because they play in that kind of southeast part of the state and that's not really Houston. It's like 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 the Houston exurbs, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. with Huffman Hargrave and Splendora and Viter and stuff like that. Um, they're kind of the Houston exurbs. Because of that, and maybe because they took uh, you know, they, they took some losses early, I think Lumberton's a good team. I'm taking Lindale tonight. I think that they're peaking at the right time. I think they figured it out. I also think that they've got the playoff pedigree that they earned last year. That type of experience of being in playoff games before, I think that matters. Go ask Cy Park. They found out the hard way that winning in the playoffs is tough. Mm-hmm. It was just their second play, t- uh, second thing to Michael Silvers for the note. It was their second time in the playoffs last year, uh, last night. They have not won a playoff game. They lost to Tom Bob Memorial in the first round last year. So, yeah. I, I think I like Lindale in this one. L- Lumberton is playing well. They give Viter everything they wanted last week, last week, but I do think Lindale gets the win. What's next? Okay. Is DeSoto just that good, or is Harker Heights a little bit overrated? Thinking face. I I think I reject the. I think I reject the premise of the question. I don't think I don't think it has to be one or the other. Yeah. I think DeSoto looked awesome last night. Mm-hmm. I think they played their most complete game. And by the way, that game got close, got a little bit closer. Like there's a lot of cosmetic scoring in that game. DeSoto went out there and defensively looked really good yeah. against a high-powered attack in, in in Harker Heights. I was talking with a buddy of mine who was on the call for DeSoto, and, and he, he was like, dude, I think that Rashawn Sanford for Harker Heights is the truth, and they're going to be back. I think they're maybe a year away. Mm-hmm. For DeSoto, that was excellent. That was that was as that was as emphatic as you could reasonably hope for. Maybe they've turned the corner. Maybe they figured it out it out, but there's tougher challenges ahead including next week where they play Rockwall. And so you want to talk about getting to the fireworks factory. Um Rockwall and DeSoto are two high-powered attacks with a lot of dudes out there. The DeSoto defense was great this this week. Can they be great next week? They'll need to be against one of the biggest offenses in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, congratulations to Braden Locke, who set the 6A uh, career touchdown passing record last night. Nice. So congratulations to him. Cool. What's next? This one's from Pickle. Ugh, which one? Even though E-Block couldn't get it done which, against which South Pickle? Oak Cliff. What do you mean, which pickle? There's you mentioned Trish was pickle. in first. You, you gave Trish a participation ribbon in first. Oh, form. I guess you're right. This is this is a little pickle, littler pickle. Jake? No. Jake needs to start watching these shows, though. Anyways, even though Ebola couldn't get it done against South Oak Cliff last night, can we find another reason to have a Matt Steph? E-block yeah, taco I made the I made the bold declaration yep. that when Everman took the lead on South Oak Cliff last night, I made the bold declaration that Matt Stepp would buy all of his followers tacos yep. if Everman beat South Oak Cliff. Uh, South Oak He's Cliff, got a lot of followers. South o- I know. <laughs> I was costing him a lot of money. Uh, South Oak Cliff uh, ended up coming back and winning, uh, so I, I unfortunately had to announce the cancellation of the Matt Stepp <sighs> E-block. The Matt Stepp E-block taco party but yeah we could probably find something south of cliff look good once they turn on the gas um they they're probably gonna get frisco next week frisco or royce city which will be a good game mm-hmm. and then they'll probably get alito and we'll see we'll see yeah we will see although alito's gotta get past frisco liberty in the second round and i think frisco liberty's cooking with gas right now what's next this one will be kind of an obvious answer but what are your thoughts on mart coming into the playoffs mm, i think I don't think they're gonna. I think they. I think they should probably forfeit. 
I don't like I just like why even try yeah I'm kidding um, I was trying to think of a funny thing to say Mart is as close Mart is as close as we have to a prohibitive favorite to win a state championship yeah um, nobody's going to touch him in region three if it ends up being Fall City, which, by the way, shout out Burton for beating Cristoval last night. Another regional pick of mine down. Mm-hmm. Um, although that was a weird thing, not to get too far in the weeds, but but Burton was a fourth-place finisher because they had to forfeit a bunch of games. They were much better than a fourth-place fall, fall, uh, 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 finisher. Cristoval kind of ran into a buzzsaw there, although give a lot of credit to, to Burton because according to our friend Amy McDaniel out there in San Angelo, Burton did it on their backup quarterback which is really impressive. Anyway. Nice. If they see Fall City in a region, if, 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 uh, if Mart sees Fall City in a state semifinal, Mart has, Mart has the deed on Fall City, like they've just owned them. But then you get to a title game, right? And we thought they were going to waltz to a title last year against a little ding-dong Winthors, right? And then Winthors goes out there and wins the state championship. Yeah. So, who knows? You know, and I don't think they'll see Winthors in a title game. I picked Munster, but you can also see Albany. You can also see Winthors. Um, whoever it is that comes out of there, Mart will be a favorite, but they've also got something to prove. Now, that can be a dangerous thing or it can be a not dangerous thing. So we'll see. Mart's the favorite in 2A Division mm-hmm. two. Plain and simple. What's next? Here's a food question. Yeah. Do you do turkey for both Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners or is turkey strictly for Thanksgiving? Turkey is, an, is a year-round food? <laughs> it is. Turkey's year-round food. And by the way, if you're ever looking for cheap turkey, you can get it like the other 10 months of the year. Yeah. Um, we do we do turkey for both Christmas and Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, because I think turkey rules. Um, yeah, we do we do it for, for both. Okay. Uh, and I regret nothing. I don't like ham. See, we do... So we do turkey for Thanksgiving, and then we do ham for Christmas. I think ham's kind of gross. Ham is not gross. Ham is good. I don't like it's ham. It's good Christmas. Anyway... All right, well, there's your food question for you. I don't like ham. <laughs> Let's move on to thoughts on Liberty Hill versus Crosby. Are they are they playing? They said somebody said thoughts on Liberty Hill versus Crosby rematch in 5A Division 2. Oh, like if they get to a semifinal. Okay, I yeah. was like I was like Well, I guess they did. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Whoa! yeah. Not yet, not like, yet. I have I look, I've only had one cup of coffee this morning. Maybe I need another. Uh yeah. Uh, so Crosby got a huge win last night, although over I think it was uh, like over North Forest, like they overmatched him. And then who did Crosby beat? Um Crosby got a big win last night. They they dominated they beat uh Houston Madison. And then uh Liberty Hill um it has a game, I believe, tonight with Bastrop, unless they already won. Which yeah, it was Bastrop. Yeah, they I play just, Bastrop yep. tonight. Uh, they'll win that game, in my opinion. Although, what do I know? Um, if they were to get there, now I don't know if it's a guarantee, right? I don't know if it's a guarantee. I think Liberty Hill is down this year. I don't, now that's 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 an impossible bar because that thing was a that was a, a, a flamethrower last mm-hmm. year. Uh, that was just a body bag machine. Uh, but they are. I, I would probably take Crosby if they were to get that far. But but I also think Crosby's got to navigate those waters again in Region Three. Uh, they'll get four. They'll get their shot at Fort Bend Marshall. Uh, they will get their shot at Texas High. They'll get their shot at. Um, there's definitely somebody in Region Three that I'm forgetting. Um, but yeah, I think that if you are, um, you know, if you're looking for teams, Anum Consolidated, Montgomery, Texas City, yeah. Uh, if you are looking for if they were to get there, I'd probably take Crosby, but 
they got a long there's a lot of road between now and then folks we gotta we gotta get there first liberty hill isn't even in the second round yet so mm-hmm. let's tap the brakes a little bit what's next we got some college action all right we go to mallory hartley our chief college football course now that's craven is texas tech going bowling if you haven't heard, there's some, there was a little bit of news with that program this week. If you haven't heard, you should check our website yes. or our podcast or anything on Twitter because it's all over. Yes, they have decided to fold the program. It's tough. They are, um, are they going bowling this year? No. Well, they okay, they're at five wins right now, but the rest of their schedule Who are they is kind of dicey. I think their best chance is Iowa State at home. Yeah. So, so this they, week. Right. Well, and they've got, they've got all that momentum, you know, with the new hire and stuff like that. So That's neat. Do they have a defense? Yeah. I'm sorry. I hate to be a jerk, but I it's mean, like... You're right. They're double-digit underdogs at home. Yeah. I'm trying to be positive here. Okay. I don't think Tech's going bowling. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. But I... Can you not expect at least one upset in the next three games, though? No. Not at all? No. I just don't think Tech's very good this yeah. year. I think that I think that they are a little under talented, and a lot of injuries too. They're which banged is not, up. Yep. They're banged up, right? Um, I don't know. I just don't. I don't see it happen. I think they're going to finish five and seven. I'd love yeah. to see it. I'm rooting for them. Me too. I so, am. Rooting I, I for did them the too. I did the thumbs up. I shouldn't do that. The guns up. Yeah, it's. Yeah, <laughs> it's guns I'm up. I'm rooting for them, but I don't think I don't see it happening. Thumbs up. I think they're going to finish. I finish five and seven. All right. What's next? How about? Spring versus Woodlands matchup. And if you haven't checked, if you haven't looked at the picks video that Tepper has actually Tepper did, I edited. I edited. edited. That's his uh, top matchup. That's my spotlight game of the week. Spotlight game of the week. I think it's the best game in the state. Um, It is. uh, Spring is a. Spring has that guy. They got that dude. Like, you know how you say, like, you're not that guy, pal? Yeah. Um, he is that guy, He pal. is that guy. Uh, Bishop, Davenport is yep. That, yep. Bishop Davenport is that guy, pal. Um, he he can take over the game. And the Woodlands has had trouble, as I mentioned in the picks video, they've had trouble with dual-threat quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And here comes a dual-threat quarterback, like a stud. <laughs> um, a lot of this comes down to the spring defense and whether or not they're going to be able to contain this Woodlands attack, which is young but very dynamic. Um, can they get pressure without sending extra blitzers? Because, it, not to get too far into the weeds, but if you watch the tape on, on, on the Woodlands, if you send blitzers after Mabry Matower, he's really good at escaping pressure and extending the play and making you hurt. Uh, that's going to be a lot of it. Is if, if spring can get pressure with their front four, then game's over already. Mm-hmm. But if they can't, then it's like game on, and I think the Woodlands can absolutely hang in this one. Um, I think this game's going to be fun. We're going to have a reporter out there. I think it's the game of the night. Uh, I think it's a coin flip. I think you are well within your rights to take the Woodlands. I think they are. I think this is a, a, a really good team who's two losses on the way. They have the one loss to Katie. The other one is a good loss, too. The other loss is to... Come on, you ding-dong. Um... I think I, I need Bridgeland. Yeah, yeah. Maximum Bears. So, yeah, they've got two solid losses. Now, now, we'd be a jerk. <laughs> I don't like saying this, but I'll You got to say it. The Woodlands two best lo- the two the Woodlands two best wins are losses. 
Like their two best results yeah. are the loss to Katie, which was close. They played them great. And the close loss to Bridgeland. They have not won a game against a team I would call really good. Mm-hmm. They beat Houston Lamar. That's a good win. Um, but they haven't beat they haven't beaten a, a, a really excellent team. Spring mm-hmm. is an excellent team. But you can say the same thing about Spring, right? Who's Spring's best win against? Spring's best win is probably the win over Boy. I mean, again, their best win is a loss. Their best win is that loss to Spring Westfield, the tight loss to them. Um, Fort Bend Travis, that's probably their best win, um, which is back in week one. So, yeah, we're learning, like, both these teams have a lot to prove here. Uh, I think I go with the team with the individual, single individual best playmaker. That's Bishop Davenport. That's Spring. Let's do two more, Malpel. Okay. Uh, we'll do one thoughts on El Campo. They had a big win over Houston Yates, 63-18. to Yeah, not surprising. They, they were... Uh, they were going to overmatch them. They were going to overwhelm Houston Yates. Uh-huh. Um, that's a that's a Yates program that you know good on them getting into the playoffs. That was that's a real feather in the cap for Coach Short Jagar getting in there. But uh, but this was that was always going to go one way. They're they're look, they can absolutely win Region Three. They can absolutely win Region Three. They can ap- they can absolutely win a state championship. El Campo can absolutely win a state championship. They're that good, and the the running game is supremely talented i have some questions about the defense when when all the chips are down but we'll deal with those later celebrate the win right now all right finally ender we'll go with who do you think is going to be which game do you think is gonna be the biggest upset tonight oh i have to make a call yep your fans are your fans are wanting one Oh, God. This is not good. I don't like this. I don't like this question. Why'd you pick this question? Because it's a good closer. All because right. Because I feel like a lot All of... Right. Do people ask... All right. All right. All right. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Let okay. me preface this. Preface this by saying upset watch does not mean that you're guaranteeing it's going to happen. I mm-hmm. am not guaranteeing it's going to happen, okay? I'm not. I'm not. Educated guess. No, not even that. <laughs> I'm saying here's a game to keep an eye on. A game that maybe could be closer than you think. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. You got it? Mm-hmm. Okay, do we understand the ground rules of me calling upset watch on this? Because yes. people are going to yell at me. I don't want that. I think Hebron can give Allen a lot of trouble. I was just looking at that. I think Hebron, I think Hebron can give Allen some fits. I'm not predicting it. Go look at the picks video. I picked Allen to beat Hebron. Mm-hmm. I think Hebron can give Allen some problems. If that game gets into, as we say in the business, squeaky bum time, you never know. It's the playoffs, guys. I'm just Anything saying, can happen. I'm just saying that's a game I will have my I will be keeping an eye on tonight. I think that I think Hebron can Hebron has some matchups that I think they can give Allen and what Allen where Allen's deficiencies are, I think they can exploit them. If not an upset, it's gonna all be all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. It's gonna do for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Thanks for uh, doing this, Mallory. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for slumming it with Texas football today. I know you're up in the, the Republic of Football. Let's well, Republic of Football. Uh, listen, yes, do listen. What are you doing tonight? I'm not asking you out. I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> well, I'm flattered, Tepper, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I knew, as soon as it left my mouth, it's like, that sounds like I'm asking her out. 
You're making me blush. No. I was thinking about going to uh, Louisville and McKinney Boy. Ooh, we got fun some, game. Uh, we got some sponsors out that's there a, that I might have. It's a very fun game. Yeah, Louisville so is pointy, and McKinney Boyd can be pointy, too. Two good teams there. Yeah, so be fun. yeah. Uh, so. Please watch Bally Sports Southwest tonight starting at 7 o'clock. Uh, six hours of live Texas high school football coverage. Let's see if my voice holds up. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Mallory Hartley, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We will see you Monday on Texas Football Today.